friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my patron, my patron peeps, it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast you enable to put you to sleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me. The podcast that puts you to sleep, we do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. You know, it could be thoughts, things you're thinking about on your mind. So thoughts about the past, the present, or the future could be physical sensations, could be feelings or emotions related to anything, thoughts or feelings. Uh, It could be changes in time or temperature, routine, work schedule, work stuff, uh, whatever it is. It could be a lot of different things, but whatever it is, I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off stuff because you and your sleep is important and you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why I'm here. I'm here to keep you company. So ideally you get the sleep you need and deserve and your life's a little bit better tomorrow. That's important to me. Because it's important and it makes our world a better place. If you can live your life a little bit more fully, that is deeply important to me. And it's also important because I know how it feels in the deep, dark night, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. And I feel like I really got, like I do have gratitude right today because I woke up early And I had to visit the WC, but the sun had already started to rise and all my blinds were open upstairs where my restroom is. And light was coming in. And then I said, but it was before six. And I said, oh boy, is that going to throw me off? And then I lied there for probably an hour, but I still needed to make it to like ideally till eight to get the proper number of hours of sleep. And I, part of me was like, okay, I don't think I could nap today. What if I'm up for the day? And I just kept telling myself, different than this podcast, but in a similar way, I said, just stay calm. And let's not get too frustrated. Let's just lie here. We'll think about some nice stuff and see. And then if we can't fall back asleep, we'll get back up. And right when I became resigned, but not with resignation, more of like, well, okay, I'll just lie here a little bit more. I did drift off, but I know how that feels. Like, especially I know the other side where it's not, where I said, okay, normally I'm not like that, but the podcast and you listeners have helped me get like that. So that's the other reason it's important to me, but whatever's keeping you awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And what I'm going to attempt to do, as I already said once, is create a safe place. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to say safe place. Then I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. And what that means is I'm going to get mixed up. I'm going to go off topic. 
then I'm going to like uh, forget what I was talking about, then I'll repeat myself, then I'll try to remember something. All like cir- circuitous logic is what I say. Uh, did I say I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, and pointless manners? I think I did. See, I already got mixed up. But the purpose of the show and the way it works is I'm a little bit of a distraction. I'm barely distracting. Talk about flying high. You say, Scooch, what is what would you call the pinnacle of sleep with me? I'd say barely mildly distracting, barely mildly distracting, or mildly distracting, or barely distracting. I'd say partially distracting doesn't make any sense, but it could be maybe partially distracting could be a thing. You say, okay, Scoots, I don't understand. I say, okay, let me explain more. If you're new, I'm so glad you're here. Like I said, I really hope I can help you fall asleep, but let me give you some information. And regular listeners, how you doing? So good to have you back here. Uh, So good to go off topic. I wonder what I'm going to get mixed up about tonight. I mean, you already heard, you already visited the water closet. So you already, you know, you see, you got got it. I'm sure you had some giggles in there. I, I gently tiptoed up the stairs because I live in a reverse place where you sleep downstairs and you get your kitchen and your bathroom's upstairs. Anyway, so, oh, so if you're new, few things to know. If you're doubtful, if you're skeptical, if you're ambivalent, if you're not sure you like this show, that is a very, very normal response. Even big fans of the show say it took two or three tries to get over that initial, uh, say, what is this thing? What is this person even doing? And I would be skeptical if I tuned into this podcast. You believe me, I'd say, what is this? What are you up to? I don't even know. What are you doing, man? If I had a dollar for every time someone said that to me before I made the podcast, I would be so, I don't know, I'd be, I'd seriously be like uh, on a boat or something somewhere. Like many, many times people said, what are you doing? Uh, and I tried to say, well, yeah, I don't know. Like, here's what I'm going to do. And I know, I know, I know it's a strange thing. And what other listeners have said is give it a few tries and see how it goes. So that's one thing. If you're doubtful, if you're skeptical, if you're unsure, believe me, that's normal. Regular listeners say give it a few tries. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One, this is a podcast you don't really listen to. Like I said, I'm mildly engaging or whatever words I used earlier. Oh, mildly distracting. And uh, so you just kind of barely listen to this, this podcast. It's not quite background noise, but it could be. There are people that turn, tune it down or put me under a pillow or across the room. So I'm just kind of a faint vibration. Or you could just kind of listen loosely and just say, okay, Scoots is kind of just barely distracting me here. Yeah, just like if you were watching clouds or watching a river or a stream flow by. So that's one thing. Don't really pay too much attention. If you're waiting for the show to get started or to go somewhere, at first that's natural, but eventually say, oh, the river's just flowing. It's right here. It's It's going somewhere down river but right here it's just going this is a podcast that never gets started and barely goes anywhere but it eventually does kind of 
It's also a podcast that doesn't really put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company while you drift off. Ideally, you just wake up tomorrow and say, I don't even know what that pod guy was talking about. I just, uh, like, I'm here to keep you company as you drift off, to be your boar friend, your boar, your friend, really, in the deep dark night. He's boar friend, boar bay, boar cuz, boar bestie, boar sib, whatever it is. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm here to make that darkness in that uh, rigmarole around bedtime, less lonely, because it's lonely for me, even when I'm not alone and frustrating. So I'm here to counteract that. Uh, so those are hard to get used to. A podcast you don't listen to, and it doesn't really put you to sleep, but you just fall asleep during it. Now, if you can't sleep for some reason, don't worry. I'm here to the bar- very end, or the very end, as uh, Strawberry Shortcake would say. Uh, to keep you company, because whether you're awake or asleep, I'm keeping you company, barely. So those are a couple things, if you're new, that can throw new listeners off. So other thing that I get a lot of feedback about, usually from non-listeners or people that stopped listening in the first few minutes, but even regular listeners, this show, you can eventually kind of adjust how you listen to it and customize it, especially depending on the podcast app you use. Or if you subscribe, you know, to other, you know, our, our membership or whatever. But the, the the design of the show is intentional but flexible. So the show starts off with a greeting so you feel welcome and seen. Then it has support for listeners. Then it has support for the show so the show can be here twice a week for free. Instead of like, what if the show only came out once a month? That would be a bummer, huh? Or if it was just part of some paid service, like I like it coming out twice a week for free. So that's what the sponsors and the patrons uh, allow us to do. Then there's the intro. The intro goes from whatever, six or eight minutes into the show to 20 something. And two or three people, two two or three percent of people start to show at around 20 minutes and just listen from there, 25 minutes or even 30 minutes. They like to listen to the story-only part. And then a few thousand people listen to story-only episodes on Patreon. So that's uh, those, are, those are a couple different ways to listen. Yeah, what was my point with all that? Uh, oh, structure of the show. So the, intro, so the intro, that's the next part of the show. And it, goes, it can feel like uh, frustrating for some new listeners because you say, well, don't, can't you get to the point? I say, well, it's kind of the point is the intro eases you into bedtime or it gives you time to get ready for bed or to do your bedtime routine and start to relax or even get in bed and get comfortable and just start drifting off. There is probably two or three percent of people that are falling asleep or already asleep and oh boy, do they look cute sleeping there. So cozy. And then there's other people whose partners are already asleep and snoring. We try to just, uh, you know, move, move on from them because they're, they're so rested. It's great for everybody. Terrific that you're a sleep partner. Uh, so that's why the intro goes on and on and on. It is, uh, it's kind of a show within a show where it's similar every time to where I unsuccessfully explain what the podcast is. But it's different every time, so whatever parts you keep you awake can't quite get used to it or, or grab on and say, oh boy, I know what Scoots is going to say next. You, you're more say, I know what Scoots is going to try to say next, but he might forget and get mixed up. 
So that's the intro. Then there's business between the intro and the show. Again, that's essential to the goal of the podcast, free twice a week. So I appreciate that. And then there's our story. Tonight will be our episodically modular series, Tales of Lady Witchbeard. And that'll be fun. And then uh, at the end of the episode are thank yous. So that's the structure show, the reason I make the show, and some of the things that can throw new listeners off. But I'm really glad you're here, and I really work hard. I really yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Give it a few tries because it doesn't work for everybody on the first try. If it doesn't work for you at all or you're already positive, you say, dude, I loathe you. And they say, that's okay. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. There's other sleep podcasts there because you deserve a good night's sleep. I, like whether this podcast works for you or you like me or not, like you still deserve a good night's sleep. So I hope you find something out there too. But give the show a few tries j- just because if it helps you, that's great too. Uh, yeah, so here's a couple ways I'm able to do this for you. Free choice a week. Thanks. All right, everybody, Scoots here. I'm back with another episode of our episodically modular series. I just because I said episode twice in one sentence. Uh, our episodically modular series, Tales of Lady Witchbeard. It does have a touch of seriality, but I'm going to take the seriality out of it right now and tell you everything you need to know. And this will be, if this is your first episode, then all the other episodes are prequels. Or you say, oh, it's like, you know, it's where you can kind of listen to them in any order. You know, whether you're awake or asleep or half awake or half asleep or three quarters or one quarter, one eighth. uh, Or if we're on the metric system, I'd say, well, I'm even more confused now. So the tales of Lady Witchbeard are the tales of Lady Witchbeard. She's a pirate and she's a witch. And she's a heroine out there or an adventurer. And she, she has a sidekick named Daw, who could be very similar to old Scoots, who follows her around, learning from her, adventuring with her. They also have another companion currently, Don Dankel, who was a, once, a, I guess, was a full-fledged pirate, uh, this story takes place in the realm of the 13 seas, so not in our world, a more sea-based realm. If you were a pirate, you'd say it's a pirate realm. And you say, are there a lot of witch pirates? I say, nope, Lady Witchbeard's the only one that I know about that I remember currently. And she was originally from a witch realm, like a realm, a witch world, uh, I don't know the difference between worlds and realms, but uh, it's, it, which world has a better alliteration? And she was gr- growing up, I think, from my memory, she worked on a place that uh, made some ingredients for spells. And everybody had their own, you know, even within a realm, like suddenly we'd be like, oh, what's our realm? But you'd kind of have to be outside your realm to realize you're in a realm. Maybe. But uh, she was in her own little niche within the witch world, and but she said, this isn't for me. And at first she said, well, it's just not, you know, whatever, you know, mortal and pedestal or pestle or whatever. I, you know, I, I'm not into that. Uh, but then something happened and she got exposed to another world, uh, the pirate realm. She said, this is what I'm about. I'm about this adventuring on the high seas. 
And so she buckled her swash and headed to this realm and, and ruled there for a long time. I mean, ruled in not as a, a monarch, but just kind of like, whoa, Lady Witchbeard rules. Like you'd say if you were in the 80s and she was skateboarding. She doesn't skateboard. That's just an example. So that's a normal, that's a normal existence of Lady Witchbeard before she met me. Then I, she met old Scoots, a.k.a. Daw. And then she went on a mistaken adventure trying to, uh, in another very similar universe to ours with Hernan Cortez, trying to uh, teach him the perils of colonization with, you know, with an edge. But that didn't work. It, it, I don't know how it worked out, but I ended up getting scattered across multiple universes. Uh, and so then Lady Witchbeard had to go collect me and reassemble me. That was never recorded. None of that. That was like not in a, because it wasn't a official adventure. It was kind of a sidetrack she didn't want to be on. She was just obligated by her friendship. And, you know, she's she chooses to do, even though she might not brag about it, she does what's right. So she collected me from all these universes. This didn't happen in any season. Then she needed a big break because she said, and she also needed a break from me. And that went on for a while, but then I kind of got antsy. I said, man, I miss adventuring with Lady Witchbeard. This is, I'm speaking as a character in the, now, in, in, you know what I'm saying. And eventually she had had enough R&R. Also her, um, her whatever pirate clearance had run out, uh, and she needed to get a re, re, um, certified as a pirate. And actually it went so long that they said, nope, you're going to have to go back to being an apprentice to a, a journey to a, to a pirate or something. And Lady Witcher said, no way, I'm on, an, I'm, 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 I'm going to be on a mission to find Brandy, the woman who loved the man who loved the sea. That was kind of my part. I, I said, what about this song Brandy? It's a fine song. We could, you know, we, we could find out what a good life it would be or whatever. And she said, okay, this does sound interesting. And it kind of goes with a myth. Uh, so we went out to find Brandy. In the world of the 13 seas, very quickly we got sidetracked because Don Dankel from the Pirates Guild came and got Lady Witchbeard and said, you're supposed to be my apprentice uh, to requalify to be a pirate, and I go by the guild rules. You have to go by the guild rules. And Lady Witchbeard wasn't super happy about it, but she said, well, it's, it is the guild rules, so unfortunately, okay. Then we got further sidetracked because um, we were still kind of questing to see Brandy, but Don Dankel wanted to do some pirate stuff. And we found out that something weird was happening, that there was this route that was more valuable than gold, and everyone was moving all the mining equipment to mine this root of a plant or a tree. And Don Danko was still like, well, we got to do pirate stuff. Let's figure out uh, something else. We were kind of also using Brandy, Brandy's song as guidance. Uh, so whatever. We were trying to figure out balancing, finding Brandy and Don Danko's agenda of the Pirates Guild. Also, a lot of times we were trying to trick Don Danko. I apologize, Don Danko. Then... 
uh, we found out the Pirates Guild was gone. And I guess Don Danko and Lady Witchbeard found out that Lady or Brandy was wanted by the Pirates Guild when it was functional. Not sure why. They never showed me the poster, or maybe they did, and I just didn't read it. And, of course, at various points along the way, we lost a Don, Lady Witchbeard ship. Then we lost a Don Dankel's ship. Um, then we were shipless while we were trying to get to the bottom of what was happening. Um, also, we had Brand- I also spilled a lot of information to Brandy because, you know, I'm not good at keeping secrets. So Brandy took Don Dankel's ship. Maybe another ship and all the pirates, uh, like both our crew and another crew of pirates that that I had also spilled a, showed a magical map to. This was all on Library Island. Good news, everything's good on Library Island because we left. Then we headed to this place I thought was going to be like the Bermuda Triangle, but it turns out it was just very foggy and very narrow. We discovered there that they, the another ingredient they were in search of, which in very small amounts they only needed, that existed on some sort of a, what is that called? Not a crevasse, a ravine yeah, that was like touched by the fog, one part of the rock, some certain rock that was touched by the fog so many hours a day. Something about it, they needed that, whatever it was, it was just at one place, but they didn't need a lot of it. They just needed buckets of it. Also, during that time, Lady Witchbeard got captured. She was in bird form, and uh, Don Dankel and I were in frog form. We were frogs, I mean, essentially. And so Don Dankel and I, we hid in buckets of muck, whatever this muck, rock, uh, sand, mud, whatever they're collecting. They were collecting buckets of it. Then this part didn't get recorded but because it's even more boring. We hid in the muck. They put it in a hold on the ship, an open hold, where they could dry the muck. Um, and it was closed off. Uh, for the longest time, the door was shut. So Don Dankel and I just kind of hung out there. Good news is if you're a frog, you can be in an open hold because flies still go down. I didn't I mean that, that. That's something you eventually adjust to, or I did. I don't think Don Dankel ever adjusted to it, being a frog and, you know, have, being a frog practicing, you know, having three squares a day. Or, you know, you don't actually don't. You, you frog, you kind of just, your brain kind of all just happens. Fly goes by. Next thing you know, you're satiated or whatever till the next time. You say, well, so I don't know if it's part of your amphibian brain. So Don Dankel and I like uh, were basically in the hold of a ship hanging out. And that's more or less where we are right now. But first... uh, our first full return when we're recording this in person. And we're going to, um, now the good thing is I already practice distancing. Cause they say, you gotta be quiet, man. Like, uh, and I said, what do you do? You, like, uh, your hair is so silky. It makes it, jing- it jingles. Like, uh, like I imagine ice would, uh, you know, in heaven, 
So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to play, we're going to play a little, um, uh, Chrononauts, uh, and hang out and drink some tea and just have, you know, just, uh, but first he has to remain perfectly still after he records this. He needs to remain perfectly still for about, uh, 74 minutes or so without making a sound or breathe. You know, he can breathe, just not loudly. Hollywood, Hollywood, people from Hollywood breathe loudly. Well, the only person I know from Hollywood is uh, the person who's about to, I would be happy to present our Hollywood announcer, Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, so ladies, this is a gentleman, as a boys, as a girls, the friends behind the binary. It's time to set sail on a tale of Lady Witchbeard. Whoosh, yeah. Wow, that was that's worth it. That's worth every creaky elbow you have. Also, maybe do you, do you, can you keep cut down on the blinking too? I don't know if it's my imagination. Probably is my imagination because there's other times. Are you ever around other times? Because they say, is that Antonio Banderas blinking? Is that what that sound I'm hearing is? You know, but it could just be like the sound of my own heartbeat. I mean, when you blink, my heart beats anyway. But this is, uh, that's Mr. Antonio Banderas, and this is the Tales of Lady Witchbeard. Okay, so let me go over the plan as you explained it to me, Don Dankel. They have started coming into the hold and stirring up the muck because parts of it are dry, but parts of it aren't. And they kind of seem like they're doing some sort of sieving and into a powder. And then they put a blunt, like, what are those burlap sacks over that? So we're going to wait for a person to come in and then we're going to climb into their pockets. Okay. And then we're going to stay in their pockets for a while and see where we go and try to get into the pockets of the person who goes up the crow's nest. I guess that makes sense because we'll be in the mess hall. We should be able to, as long as, um, what if, so what if the person comes in and they don't have pie? Oh, here, oh, they do have pockets. Okay. It's a good thing we could communicate by power of the mind. Uh, you know, that uh, that's handy. It's frogs. Okay, Don Dankel. Yeah, oh, while wow, they're leaning over. Okay. Wow, <laughs> we're in the same pot. I thought we were going to get in different pockets. Uh, okay, well, so we're here in the pocket. Uh, oh, wait, that person's getting called back. Okay, oh, boy, this is rocky. It's kind of nice. Should we fall? Oh, I'm falling asleep. Don, Don Dankel, you're already asleep. Just listening to me have a casual account. Oh, I'm, I'm waking back up now. Okay. Um, oh, we are in the mess hall. Okay. So Don Dankel, Don Dankel, hey, um, so are you listening to these? I've been listening to the conversation. You, oh, you've been silent. What have you heard? What, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were silently listening. Okay, Daw. So I, if we go under this table and go two tables over, you have to follow me. And we just got to be careful and stay low. We can't get caught. I know the person who's next on shift in the uh, crow's nest, and that is where they're keeping Lady Witchbeard. 
They said a perfect spot for a crow, according to Brandy. And I've been listening to other things, but we need to go now. So just, so just start following. Okay, Daw. Keep following me. I'm going to keep having to look. It's hard for a frog to look backwards. Yeah, why don't you keep... Actually, Daw, normally this would get on my nerves, but if you keep bumping into my rear end... Yeah, that's good. Okay, so let's go. We're between these two. Okay, wow. Great job, Daw. You're really good at... Uh, the, 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 like, uh, you know, whatever, frog, what are, running into a frog's rear. Okay, so now we're going to, okay, see these boots? Yeah, these greenish ones, that's the person. Huh, they, you're right, we could, I didn't realize these boots do have an extra thing. I guess that's to catch, uh. So we could just climb up under here. There is a little bit of these boots are almost like a, a hat. Uh, okay, so we're under the boots. We're each under a separate boot. Now, Daw, remember to hang on because now we're getting up. Uh, and now we're going up some stairs. And then uh, the person's drinking some water. Very good. They have good... Uh, Brandy runs, I don't think Brandy's ever been a member of the guild, but she does seem to follow uh, a lot of the guild protocols, which is good. So, yeah. So, okay. Um, so, let's see. So, okay, now it feels like this pirate is climbing up uh, to the crow's nest. Oh, what, uh, go ahead, Daw. So what's our plan once we get up to the crow's nest, uh, Don Dankle, uh, to get set Lady Witchbeard free? Okay, but um, won't the, like, how are we going to do that if the pirate's up in the crow's nest? Oh, uh, oh, wait, hold on, Daw. The pirate's greeting the other pirate, and they're switching. Wow, they even switch harnesses, uh. So they unharness one, and then they harness the other. This is really, this brandy, I'm impressed. Okay, the other pirate is going down. So, oh, we should start talking to Lady Witchbeard, but she can't, shouldn't she be able to talk to us, Daw? Yeah, that's Don Dankel. I think the first thing we need to do is deal with the pirates, and then figure out, like, make visual contact with Lady Witchbeard. But I think we should have a plan because I've had so many experiences without a plan or making assumptions kind of like seems like you did. Oh, we'll just rescue her. I, and, you know, and I think you're very good at uh, sort of kind of figure. You're, you're good at some stuff that I'm not good at, Don Dankle. In a different way than Lady Witchbeard, though Lady Witchbeard, no offense, is, you know, superior to both of us. And that, not even with her ability to practice witchcraft, that's just a bonus. Uh, but so um, we should g g deal with this. We're going to have to deal with the pirate somehow. Okay, duh. Well, I don't know what to do. I mean, we could... At first, I was thinking we could try to, like, have the pirate slip on one of us, but that wouldn't be a good idea for whoever got slipped on. And I don't know. What if you, what if, have you, like, uh, you seem to be very good at uh, 
Weren't you doing something the whole time when I was trying to think of all the plans? What were you doing? Us practicing flicking my tongue against stuff because it, there used to be this. I already told you this, Don Danko. Like, uh, there used to be this thing. There used to be a toy. Like, it was a sticky thing with. Uh, I know you don't have elastic or slime or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, but it was like a frog's tongue. I, ima- I mean, it was marketed that way. But it was also like I used to imagine that, and sometimes I would. You, you don't, n- n- yeah. So, turns out a frog's tongue is different, but it is similar. It, like we talked about, my expectations were wrong. But uh, so, yeah, I was flicking my tongue against stuff, or like I was practicing. I mean, it did at first. I mean, we were down there so long. It was so boring. I made a lot of different competitions and games, uh, Frog Tongue Olympics. Okay, dog, let's just, uh, what could you use your tongue to do uh, with the pirates? Uh, well, the pirate had, like, water. You said something. Oh, that's it. What if you flick the pirate's hat off its head? And then they would have to go down and get their hat because that must be one of the protocols Brandy has is, you know, practicing proper protection from the sun. Okay, I think I could do that. Uh, you st- stay put, Dundankle. I'm going to hop out here. Okay, I'm on the shoe. And uh, now I'm going to hop up here. Good, Dundankle, you should probably... I forgot. You should stay in the set. When you get off the shoe, just stay in the center of the platform, okay? Okay, Dodd, thank you. Uh, okay, so, okay, I'm going to try to flick it. This could be tough, but I think if I, I could probably, oh, uh, Don Danko, I got the pirate. I missed the hat, and I poked the pirate in the pirate's eye. Okay, Dodd. Okay, oh, I tried again, and I did. Now the pirate is... Uh, Saying, can you hear that? We can't believe I just got, what's a frog doing up here? Uh, now the pirate's hat did fall. The pirate says they have to go to the eyewash station, so they have to climb back down. Oh, no, okay, they're yelling. They have to be belayed back down or something, and so they can wash their eye out uh, from frog goop. Uh and it seems to be a big to-do. Okay, and the pirate's getting lowered down very slowly. So we probably only have so much time. So, Don Danko, you stay... Oh, you jumped... Good thing you jumped out of that boot. I didn't even notice. Uh, oh, hey, Lady Witchbeard, can you hear us? No. Lady Witchbeard's shaking her bird head. No. Lady Witchbeard is uh, like, uh, okay, I'm assuming you're muted. It just, okay, Lady Witchbeard's muted somehow. Um, and, okay, it's a bird-proof, uh, like, thing, latch, uh, but it's not frog-proof, so this shouldn't take me long. Lady Witchbeard, we don't have, uh, Don Dankel, we, we didn't come up with a plan after we set Lady Witchbeard free, um, and the pirate's gonna be up here soon, oh boy. Um, 
So, boy, we've got to think on our frog feet now. Oh, you know what, Don Dankel? I see a basket coming up with uh, uh extra set of glasses and a hat. They must have some sort of, they said, oh, let's keep extra hat and glasses up here now. So if we jump in that basket as it comes up, uh, we could get back down. Lady Witchbeard, I'm guessing that uh, they're not keeping an eye on your latch because they're assuming it's bird-proof, and they I think they probably just think we're an annoying frog. So we're going to hide in the basket, hopefully, and then jump off and Don Dankle. Well, yeah, why don't you unlock Lady Witchbeard's cage? Lady Witchbeard, we will go back down. And, um, we will hide in the, we'll go back to the hold with the, uh, the mud in it. Cause you can fly back down at night. Uh, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Does that sound like good plan? Okay. You're unlocked lady witch beard, but it looks like the cage is still locked. Uh, so you should be able to just kick that cage open once night falls. We're going to jump in this basket and Don Dankle, once we're like about halfway down, I think we should jump into the hold because we know that the muck's going to catch us. Hop into the hold. Don Dankle, once we get a little lower, we should hop in that. Okay. Oh, follow me, Don Dankle. Ooh, that muck feels good after being out in the sun and stuff. That feels, this is a little bit like I would have wished a mud bath would be like. Okay, so that's feeling good, Don Dankle. Oh, boy. Oh, wait. Lady Witchbeard, are you waking us up? Uh, oh, you can talk now. Hey, Lady Witchbeard. Yes, Don, Don Dankle, I can speak now. That was a magical cage. It was blocking my ability to communicate or use any magic. Here, uh, it's, uh, it's it's late in the night, early in the morning. It's, it's a little bit before the next shift change. We need to change out of these uh, disguises and gather some of this muck and some of the root, uh, which is probably stored in the next hold over. And we're about to approach a newt, the Isthmus of Newt, uh, Known as Newt Island, even though it's just an isthmus with Newt's uh, largest concentration of Newt's. Some of this I heard. Uh, yet, uh, Lady Witchbeard, I heard it as well. I was going to tell Daw all this. That's where they're going to collect all the Newt poo. Uh, and also, Lady Witchbeard, Brandy has some sort of big meeting tomorrow at dawn or today at dawn. Uh, so we have a few hours on, uh, the Isthmus of Newt, or Newt, is Newt, Newt Island. The pirates call it Newt Island, but I guess it's because they're landing in a port and everything's kind of a port or an island. But you're correct, Lady Witcher, it is the Isthmus of Newt Isthmus or Isthmus of Newt's. And again, it is a very rare place, even within the 13 seas. It's just a high concentration of these certain newts. I assume that's the nudie poo that they're looking for. And they'll dock there and collect the newt, newt poo. So, Lady Witchbeard, what are you thinking? 
Okay, this is interesting. I, I, I don't know where Brandy got the magical birdcage from. And I want to know who Brandy's meeting. Did, did they say anything else? Uh, yeah, the, uh, some of the pirates were arguing who was really in charge, Brandy or who Brandy was meeting. Like, who was giving the real orders? They were ar- arguing back and forth and laughing. Who were they laughing at? Uh, well, they're imagining someone trying to boss Brandy around. I guess Brandy seems like Brandy runs a tight ship. Uh, yes, I noticed the same thing, Don Dankle. So, sh- oh, so Lady Witchbeard, what were you? What, what what's the plan? I mean, Dawn and I have done pretty well on our own, but we're a team again. So I think we uh, gather those two ingredients. So we get some new poo. And we figure out what they're trying to make. I mean, we can only guesstimate things. We'll just take one of the rowboats. We'll, uh, you know, we'll cut the line, make it look like it drifted away. And eventually they'll know I'm gone, but they'll, you know, just assume I flew away or something. But, uh... Yeah, let's go and collect this new poo, figure out what it is, if if those are the only three ingredients, and what your readings showed you, Don Dankle, and then see if we could find out where Brandy is meeting this person and figure that out. Sounds good, Lady Witchbeard. Oh, we're already, okay, so we're now we're back in human form, and we're following, okay, we're following you, and Daw's not talking. Oh, I guess I... I got it. I'm just going to barely talk. Uh, oh, we're already in the rowboat. Uh, oh, Lady Witchbeard's uh, getting the ingredient. Okay, you did get the ingredient. Okay. Okay, so we're going to row ashore. Everybody's okay. We'll take turns resting. Okay, I'm. Uh, oh, hey, Don Danko, it's time to wake up. We're already. We got to go. Uh, we're, 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 we're beaching the boats. Oh, thanks, Doug. I fell asleep there while I was talking. Yeah, no one could hear you. T- I think you were just talking inside your own head, though. Luckily, you were still used to frog talking. Now we're actually talking with our voices. Oh, Lady, okay. Okay, Lady Witcher, go ahead. All right, I want the two of you. I don't know how we're going to find Nupu in the dark, uh... This is not good, uh, because I don't even know, I mean, I don't even know what Nupu would look like in the wild. I mean, we carried it. I mean, it seemed dry, like usually we would sell it, Nudipu was dried Nupu, but a large amount of it collected. Don Dankel, what else do you know about this new Isthmus and Newts? Uh, Lady Witchbeard, I don't know much else about, excuse me, Dundanko, Lady Witchbeard, I don't mean to interrupt, but I don't want to brag, and I don't know any of the differences between salamanders and newts, but there was a time in my life where I would go and look at salamanders, and I don't ever knew why I didn't do it more often, other than one time my toe was, uh, like I would lift, you'd have to lift up a heavy flat rock in the woods, and if you did that, sometimes there'd be salamanders under there, and you could look at them. And uh, 
So I think I could probably find a newt, and then more good news. Sometimes I would hold the salamanders. Also, like I would hold toads and frogs. And invariably, and understandably from their perspective, even though it's very gentle and kind and I would talk to them in baby talk, uh, they would go and leave me a present in their hands. Sometimes a present one, sometimes a pre- if you give them enough time and I talk to them in baby talk enough, uh, maybe I'm just comforting them so much they say, oh boy, let me like just let this go. Okay, Daw, I like that idea. And then maybe... Let me see what I can think up here. Maybe you could talk to the newt uh, in a basic way. Don't overcomplicate things, Daw. Actually, we'll tell you, okay, Lady Witchbird, I found a newt already. Unless it's a salamander that lives on an isthmus of newts. Okay, Daw, here, uh, I'm going to rub your mouth with this feather. Ask it if it's a newt. Hey, are you a newt? Oh, Cool. I don't okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I was going to ask your name, but I know Lady Witchbeard and Don Danko want me to. Well, don't worry. I'm oh, I, like, if you want to, here's the thing if you want to go number two or number one in my hand, you can because it's probably weird to get talked to by a human. There's probably not even that many. You can't know I'm a human. Okay. Oh, what's number two? Ooh, how do I explain that? Um, Oh, good, good, like, so we're looking, hmm, Lady Witchbeard, Don Dankel, could you help me? Uh, this would be your area, Daw, I think you can handle it. Okay, so, anyway, might, could you mind if I call you Nudie? Okay, cool, Nudie, um, I'm, I'm Daw. Oh, those are, hmm, let's get back to number one and number two. So do you get most of your water through your skin? Because I was a frog once. Uh, or your moisture, yeah. Uh, do you also kind of like uh, uh, drink water from stuff? Uh, okay, yeah. So like when the water goes through your body and your body does the body stuff and takes the water and whatever... Like, does the water, the water leaves your body at some point, right? And you feel, do you feel relaxed uh, when that happens? Yes. Yeah, so that we call number one in the human world or PP. Oh, you call whiz. That's something we call, that's funny. I wonder if that's a, like some sort of, uh, so newt whiz. Uh, oh yeah. You don't need a newt whiz. I don't need any newt whiz. Uh, thank you. So number two, then can you get where I'm going? Oh, yeah, that's it. That's number two right there. It's very um, uh, tar-like. No problem. Oh, wait, Lady Witcher and Dad Dankle do have some. So, oh, I forgot to. You are a newt, though, not a salamander. Okay, go ahead, Lady Witchbeard. Well, where do they go to the. Where? Oh, thanks. So, So, listen, Nudie, do you. Go to the bathroom under rocks or just in the grass or down in the ocean or the sea. What, what, you just made a scoffing sound. Oh, your whole, oh, you have community bathrooms. Yeah, why, of course. So, okay, so wait a second. So you all, all the newts on Newt Isthmus, 
all, oh, okay, all your neighbor newts, you all use the same place to go. Okay, that makes a lot, that's what we do too, kind of, I mean, somewhat. Oh, okay, like at the edge. Oh, so then the rain washes it into the sea. Okay. So can you show us where those are maybe later? Because lady, we, okay, so, um, can I, can I put, can do, do you mind hanging in my pocket or something just so I could talk to you later? Yeah, no, there's some crumbs in there. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so Lady Witchbeard, Don Dankle, did that all make sense? Yeah, duh. So, okay, so I have this bowl here. Okay, so we have the roots. And from what we're seeing from what they're gathering, I think the root is going to be, this ground root uh, is going to be the largest ingredient. So I have about a third of the bowl filled with roots, and it's ground and dried. And then I'm going to just use a little bit of this, uh, this uh, whatever, f- fog rock, we'll call it, uh, and I'm going to use about a third of what we have of the root. Uh, so a third of that. Uh, I'm just guessing based on some basic alchemy I did back in my other world. But the other thing is it could be that the nudie poo, um, well, let's just take it. It actually is a substantial amount. That's about a third too. So the nudie poo in the... Right now, and that are equal ingredients, uh, and the root is the majority. And let me just try to mix it together, and it's just kind of all gummed up with the... Uh, is anybody seeing this? Uh, where's where, Don Dankel, where did Daw go? Lady Witchbeard, he went to wash his hand in the ocean because he said he was a little bit grossed out by having nudie pee-pee, whiz, and poo-poo on his hands. How did he, I thought he only had it on one hand. He rubbed his hands together, and then he tried to comb. I think he's going to go, he's coming back. He's soaking wet, Lady Witchbeard. Okay, before he gets here, this is not doing anything, um, except making some sort of muck. We're like missing an ingredient. Oh, wait a second. Uh, dog, come over here. Sorry, Lady Witchbeard, I got some nudie-doo in my hair, or nudie-poo, or whatever it is. Uh, okay, drip some seawater into the bowl. Okay, now something's happening. Keep dripping, Daw. Lady, Lady Witchbeard, what's happening? Okay, let me stir it up here. Uh, there's some sort of uh, alchemical reaction happening. Lady Witchbeard, it looks like it's... Lady Witchbeard, did I ever have... Did you ever have Jello Jigglers before? Let me just keep stirring. It's getting harder to stir. It's getting thicker. It's turning into a vis... From viscous to... I don't know. I've never seen this before because that was sandy. And now it's kind of a smooth gelatinous... uh, yeah, Lady Witchbeard, that's what, oh, oh, it's, uh, wow, I can't even, look at that, I can poke it, and I can uh, kind of break it with the, with the stir. 
Yeah, Lady Wishbeard, that's like a jello jiggler. Okay, doll, what's a jello jiggler? Please tell us. Well, that, but that's made of nudie poo and uh, seawater. Okay. So, well, but what's a jello jiggler? We didn't add, uh, oh, jello jiggler's like a treat. So it wouldn't be made, it's usually made from like a powder, water, and uh, I think you need some sort of gel, gel like a, a gelatin or something. Oh, so some sort of yeah. Okay, dog. We had we've had we've had those kind of dishes, but this is not meant to be eaten though. What could be the possible value of this substance? Uh, I'm confused. Don Dankle, do you have anything? Uh, Lee Witchbeard, I do not, but I see that the sun is about to break the horizon. And if we climb up to that higher, uh, that peak up there, I mean, there's another peak further west than where we docked, but we should be able to see uh, Brandy exit the, the, the ship and, and we would still be in darkness. Okay, well, yeah, let's go. Well, we think about what are they? What would they be doing with this jiggle, jello jiggle, jello jigglers? I guess I am stumped. Uh, real okay. So there's Brandy. She is walking towards the shore. She's looking in the sky for a bird to make sure I'm not watching. And she's proceeding. Oh, it looks like the pirates kind of already created something. Lady Witchbeard, is that, um, that's like a, like a big pot, like almost like a witch's cauldron. Is she going to make stone soup or something? I don't know. Maybe she's making a big batch of this, but then it would be stuck in the cauldron. I don't know, Daw. She's sending the pirates off and they're going further away. Oh, some of them have boats. They're looking in the sky for me. And they're kind of guarding the pass, but they're further along. She's all alone now. She doesn't. Uh, she doesn't seem to be mixing anything in there, Lady Witchbeard. Yeah, you're right about that, Don Dankle. But she is uh, putting her hand in there. Uh, what do you think she's doing, Lady Witchbeard? Uh, I don't know. Wait a second. There's some. Oh no, uh, what, Lady Witchbeard. What is it? There's steam coming out of there. Is that, do you think that's, there's no fire though? Is that like from a fog machine or something? No, no, it's not. This is, this is not possible. What's not possible, Lady Witchbeard? Well, Lady Witchbeard, look, somebody's rising out of the steam there. Wait a second, that looks like, a, is that, Lady Witchbeard, do you know, um, is that like an animatronic? Like, is this for decoration? I've always wanted to buy one of these uh, for the trick-or-treating season. I guess for a witch, though, that might kind of seem diminutive. Because that looks just like a witch. Dodd is a witch. She's kind of like a purplish-blue, though, not green. Yeah, Dodd, that's uh, a witch of legend. This just isn't possible. We, we're going to have to get, we're going to have to go back down the hill, though. We can't watch any further, unfortunately. Well, Don Dankle, uh, I'm just wondering why not, Lady Witchbeard. If that's who I think it is, she'll know we're there. We have to be out of the line of sight, all of us. 
Let's just come down this hill a bit. Uh, we're far enough away. As long as we're out of the line of sight of that uh, cauldron. Lady Wishwood, you kind of seem uh, surprised to stunned. I I am. Uh, I, I can't. Uh, okay, Lady Wishwood, just take it. This is just take a few breaths here. You said that was a witch of legend. What what legend is that? So that's not one of your contemporaries. I mean, it could, it looked a lot like a, a witch from our myths that was also historically real. You know, Don Danko, we've had these conversations when Daw hasn't been around, but, uh, you know, when myth and history kind of... Uh, but uh, she was a conqueror of, uh, it really created, in a similar way to the guild, piracy guilds, it created a, the, the great witch unity in our world. And uh, hundreds and hundreds of years of peace among witches. Uh, but yeah, she ruled in this time that was a very distant past uh, from a world like, uh, so I've learned not to say anything is impossible. Could be an illusion, but my sense was that it wasn't an illusion. And that was a poor... Oh, sorry, Don Dankel, you might not know. It's very rare, and I've tried to keep people... I've never taught any of this to anyone in the pirate realm. And I very rarely connect to the witch world, but uh, call, cast cauldron casting is what we were watching happen. And she may have been casting a cauldron from a witch realm. I didn't think it was possible, though, to cast it from another time in history into this world. Okay, Lady Witcher, let me repeat things back to you with a who, what, why, where, and how. Because the things just seem to be getting more confusing than less. Uh, if we say, yes, who, uh, a witch conqueror of worlds, has come into our realm to meet with Brandy, what are they doing talking about something but we can't listen in because it would be too risky? What else are they doing? Collecting ingredients uh, to form some sort of jello, some gel. Yeah, some gel with seawater and these other ingredients. And what we don't know, but Lady Witchbeard, if you say what you're saying is true... Then the what, uh, well, is the what is unknown? Yeah, then we we have to stop it, Don Dankel. Uh, Lee, which weird Don Dankel, this is me here. I would nudie, like we could talk to nudie. Okay, Daw, uh, you, you're right, Daw. If we if we can ask nudie how many uh community toilets there are. There's only three, Lady Witchbeard. Okay, so uh, Nudie's, so can Nudie show us where the three are? Maybe we could just flush them out to the sea. Or, uh, 
wait a second, I might have enough ingredients if we just, we could turn them into gel now. I don't think the gel can be deconstituted. Okay, lady, which we this is one community toilet here. I'll squeeze my shirt into it while you put, okay. Yeah, it's, it's gelatining up. Uh, so, um, we're going to have, I don't know, we're not going to have enough to do all three. We'll do the next one. Okay, it's just over here, Lady Witchbeard. Okay, and I'm going to squeeze my pants into this one. Okay, that one is gelatined up. Uh, okay, the last one, we don't have any more. We're going to have to wash it out to see. Okay, we could just, um, I think if we loosen, see if we go down on that side, we could just push it. We could just, we'll have to push it. Uh, we're going to have to, all three of us, push the nudie poo. Like, okay, like, uh, yeah, this is not pleasant, but okay, we're pushing it into the sea, and it's gone. And is nudie, like, uh, oh, and now dawn's broken, the sun's rising above us, but we we'll have to um to where all the newts are coming out. Uh, can you ask Nudie what's happening? Nudie said that it's time to most newts uh, get up, and this is their community. They actually have kind of a casual community conversation. They use the bathroom in a social way. Uh. uh but all their bathrooms are not usable, so they're going to the other side of the island. What do you mean? Uh, I guess over the next peak that we didn't go up, uh, how many bathrooms? Oh, so there's only three bathrooms on this part of the island where Nudie lives. On the other side, there's like about 300 or something. Oh, dear. Let's go up that peak. Uh, see if we go up this side of it. Lady Witchbeard, I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, it's not good. Um, why don't you set Nudie free, Daw, to go use the restroom in a social manner? Well, well, well Nudie already went in my, my my hand again. I wiped it on my pants. Uh, okay. Okay, if we just cre- clear this crest, if we crawl. Oh, goodness. Lady Witchbeard, there's like 30 ships there. I didn't realize there was a whole nother harbor on this side of the isthmus. We we're on the other side of the isthmus. Yeah, Lady Witchbeard, there's a harbor there, and it looks like they're already collecting all the nudie poo. There's hundreds of uh, people collecting nudie poo. And there's Brandy coming through alone. No cauldron. Okay, so what? 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 Brandy's going to supervise things. Uh, where do you think that conqueror is? I don't know, Daw. I think we should go back. I'm assuming she'll return the cauldron, and she keeps it on the ship or something. But we'll have to make our way down and 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 get to the cauldron first. We should get some rest, though, and all of us should, since we don't socially use the restroom. We should hydrate and uh, use a restroom, and then we'll sneak back on that cauldron. And I'll try to come up with a plan with the two of you after we get some rest. How does that sound? 
Sounds good, Lady Witchbeard. Sounds good, Lady Witchbeard. Okay. Yeah, let's get some rest. Okay, good.